This is Blake 7 in Character, the podcast that travels at Standard by 5 to seek out elements from the classic TV show. We'll be taking a look at the one-off characters, and occasionally the not-so-one-offs. Who they are, what we think, the actor's backstory, and anything else that occurs to us as we waffle away. So, stand by to teleport, for this is going to be spoiler-heavy, so it's advisable that you watch the story first. Uh, we've just mentioned it there. I'm glad we've decided not to go the Brian Blessed route of uh, dialogue for this. I don't think we could keep it up, do you? Well, also, I don't think our microphones could take it. Or or the listeners' headphones. Yes, yes. Mm. Fact, I, you, I think you should do a clip very early on, perhaps now, of Brian shouting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could. Because, hmm, hmm, this is... I was thinking about this um, when this aired, and if, uh, of course it's the third... Only the third ever uh, story yes, of Blake third, Seven. Yeah, third episode. You must be the same as me, as you remember this guy who's in this third episode. Oh yeah, that's the guy. Seen him in Space Nineteen Ninety Nine a couple of years before, but mainly off of Z Cars. Yes, I knew him as Fancy Smith. Yeah, Fancy Smith. Um, yes, because we and um, my family was avid Z Cars watchers. Um, mm, so was my mum. Yeah, it seemed to be a thing, didn't it? Where it was like your, that was your parents' vice of choice, wasn't it? The weird thing about it is, if you think about that timeline, right? Our parents watching these like rather staid, rather dull, you know, cop dramas, yeah. you know, uh, like Zedcar, softly, softly, and all of this. Our parents, when they were watching them, are younger than we are now. I know that. that, that that's that weird. That, that was your entertainment yeah. when you were in your thirties yeah. or something. Well, I. It always shocks me now because I I look back and like when I was a sort of a, a young shaver and my parents and we moved, what the stuff we were doing like as a family then I think I'm older than my parents were then doing that. Mm. It's yeah, it, it's 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 eye opening, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm just doing some mental arithmetic. Mm. I'm eight years older than my mum was when this story we're talking about today That's aired, mad, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. how old are you, Eric? If, if you don't mind, fifty, fifty-six, fifty-six. So you're older than William Hartnell when he played the Doctor. I, it's funny you should mention that. That 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 thought occurred to me, or I saw his uh, age, and it's like, yeah. Christ, I am. I'm older than, than people uh, were older than the granddad Doctor. Then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, that's, yeah it's, it makes you think, though, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like, um, how old was Alec Guinness when he did? Star I'm not Wars. far off. I think yeah. he was about 60. Um, but we mentioned this on Effectively Speaking when we did Quake the Mass. And yeah. also when I was talking to Kelly about some of the B-movies we've covered, people looked older oh, back God, then. Yeah. They, 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 they acted older. And I think your generation, my generation, I think our generation was the first generation, I firmly believe this, that was the first generation that stopped the whole thing of when you reach a certain age, you've got to dress a certain way, yeah. you've got to think a certain way, you've got to take up golf, you've got to take up yeah. other hobbies, and you change your personality because you've reached a certain age. And I think that our generation, the generation that grew up in the, born in the 60s and grew up in the 60s, was the first one that just went, no, that all goes out the window. You, you are what you are, you're who you are, and whatever you floats your boat, stay with that until you're an old man, you know? Yeah, I, I I definitely think so. That that now I I mean I'm I do things that certainly my my dad wouldn't have 
sort of done and his his dad certainly would not have done you, you would have be expected to put aside I, I don't want to say childish things but that it was thought of as that wasn't it you you were expected to give up things like sci-fi and yep. and fantasy and, and and watch Zed cars and uh, the Aneden line and because that's what know. was expected. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh, it's very it's it's weird how just in our lifetimes things have changed so much. Yeah. What's this got to do with Brian Blessed? Where did how did we get onto this? <laughs> That is, yeah, we've gone off on a tangent yeah. within the first like well, I think what, it, less than four minutes. Yeah, I think it matches because Brian Blessed has got a beard and Obi Wan Kenobi had a beard, so therefore, you know. Yeah, all right. Yeah, it must no, mean something. Nicely pulled back there, yeah. Ian. Yes, yeah. So, right. So, uh, Cygnus Alpha um, yes. and uh, Brian Blessed, the Blessed Brian. But we're going to go right the way up until pretty much the halfway point uh, of, of the uh, story. Uh, before we start discussing it. Um, if anybody out there would like to know what we thought about the first half of this story, then I urge you to go back to iTunes or Neo Zaz and go back to episode 23, where uh, we discussed Pamela Salem's Kara, uh, didn't we? We did, yes. yeah. And of course, uh, all our uh, listeners will have listened to that, because who would... Who would start off listening to this podcast halfway through and not investigate the old episodes? <laughs> Well, yes, I mean, if you haven't, then yes, yeah. I urge you to go back. So here we are. And I, I remember when we did episode 23, we consciously stayed away from Brian Blessed. We tried to. He, he, he overlapped a little bit, didn't he? Onto he it. did a little he, bit. He imposes himself on anything. But yes. uh, yeah, we tried not to discuss him too much because we knew we were going to... He deserves an episode of his own. Oh, and here we are. Here we yes. are. Yes. And um, at the point uh, we're going to start talking, um, he's been mentioned before. He's called him you know, take the, the, yes. take, take this to him by Pamela Salem. Um, but w I thought we would start off where Blake's in the, that temple on yes. Cygnus Alpha. He's having a creep about, yeah. He's having a creep about, and he's in that, uh, in, I, I guess it's their version of, of the uh, the church that's there, and you've got that big stony-faced Yeah, sort bust. of Viking-y type, or Saxon, or that sort that, of type era that's been bugging me it was bugging yeah. me during the Kara thing and it's been bugging me when i watched this one it's like what are you reminding me of and i thought mm. maybe it was a doctor who villain like a tom right. baker era thing but I, I it's clicked i think he looks like a vogon from hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy he's uh, got that 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 broad-headed yeah. uh stockiness to him i wonder if it was made for this or whether it was just something they found in the I think it in was made cupboard, because, yeah. you know, the very beginning of Blake 7, they had a budget. They yes, they, they had, they had some petty cash. Didn't they? Nothing had, had run out. Unfortunately, yeah. there is something out of the spares box, and that's the Webley revolver that yes. uh, Blake finds. But at least yes. they've made it rusty and made it look like it's really, really old. Yeah, I think they've gone a bit too far on making it look rusty because it looks like it's been in a pond for 20 years, doesn't it? But, it's yeah, it's nice that it's not just a brand new... Uh, oiled up service revolver sat there no i i don't mind it i mean yeah. it's uh, something we've compared blake 7 to you know being set so far in the future we've mentioned it before uh planet the apes in yes. planet the apes you know where taylor finds things you know towards the end and they are clearly ancient um no i like it i like it yeah um, it gives, gives a sense of um of time and scale doesn't it Mm, mm. So he's there and he's checking out this yep. uh, the, the altar and the revolver and then hides because in comes the lovely Kara um, who, who starts praying. And then in he comes. In yes. comes Vargas. Uh, it, it comes Hush Puppy Man himself. Yeah. Yes, yes. 
His blessings are upon you. Speak, and he will hear you. I am thy true servant. The souls from the outer darkness are amongst us. They are in the place of the novices. A true bounty. Have they been touched by the death? The curse of Cygnus is upon them all. Then let them know his mercy. You will teach them the first law. Only from his hand comes life. Only from his hand comes life. And from his wrath comes death. And from his wrath comes death. We obey him and give thanks for his mercy. We obey him and give thanks for his mercy. He is the giver of salvation. Salvation. His power drives out the ravening beast that is death. Death. It is he who must be obeyed. We thank you. As I say, I remember him from Zed Cars and I remember yeah. him from Space 1999 at, at this point. And I think he hadn't evolved shouty Brian. No, no. this He was still thought of as a, one of the, uh, Britain's major actors, mainly for classical stuff, because he had done like I, Claudia suddenly and... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he was very big on the stage, but yeah, he hadn't he hadn't become a personality where you 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 went on expecting to see Brian Blessed. Up till this point, you went on expecting him to play a character. Yes, and he did. I mean, he's. He, I think people forget they sort of know him as. It's a bit like um, uh, Kenneth Williams became one. It's where he's now sort of a chat show staple. Yeah. Um, so you bring him on, and he's always entertaining, and he tells and he, lots of embarrassing stories. He's the caricature, almost, yeah, he is. Of, he's of, 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 of himself, one. yeah. He's but but like I say, certainly at this point, we he was a uh, he would have been a a big name draw, you know, mm. a, a quality serious actor, mm. a lovey, mm. um, and and up to yeah, I mean, he's he's certainly he's he's done some superb stuff. I'm sure we'll discuss you know his other appearances and things like Survivors later but yeah you you didn't expect to get gordon's alive sort no. of brian in no. fact flash gordon was what sort of put him onto that yes. wasn't it yeah this is an embryonic voltan yes. yeah, isn't yeah, it right, you know yeah. but this first scene where we first properly ha- ha- have a, a dialogue scene with him and cara it's not shouty brian no, we're it's not shouty brian and... uh, yeah he's there he's got his arms yeah. crossed hasn't he and, and he's uh, quite menacing as well even from from point one, he's quite. You you know, there's this is not going to be someone that's a mate to Blake, is it? There's not going to be a. You're right, yeah, I'll join your rebellion. It's mm. there's something not quite right with him. I mean, to saying that, I mean, religious religious people always uh, ring an alarm bell with me anyway. That there's something not quite right with him, and this this guy's worshiping, like you say, a Vogon. So yes, yeah. Um, he says to Kara, "Have they been touched by the death?" Yeah, and, and and she says that the curse of Cygnus is upon them all. Now we, of course, know once you've watched this one once, yeah. you know that it's all a sham, and it's being put on for Kara here, who does believe this is what we said yeah, she, was the shame about Kara, and it was her yeah. doom. Is she believed it all, didn't she? Yeah, she she's one hundred percent buying into this. She she believes it's true. She believes that the deaths, you know, the 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 Cygnus plague is real um yeah she's 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 not acting evil or anything like that she's not a bad guy like brian is um she's she's just she's been educated she's been um uh conditioned indoctrinated. And, yeah indoctrinated yes. that's what yeah. she's in a cult isn't she the because cult of brian yeah. <laughs> because we also uh speculated didn't we that maybe she 
she, she is actually a child of the yes. prisoners. That she all she's only ever known Cygnus Alpha. Yeah, well, I I, I still maintain that. That I mean, you you could all, you could I mean you could write in that she's uh, Vargas's daughter, but she's I think she's definitely she's been born on this planet. Um, probably not through the 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 most. Uh, romantic of liaisons mm -hmm. oh you know reading mm -hmm. between the lines um yeah so i think this is all she's known this is her life she's never known earth she's never known uh you know as far as she's concerned uh, god delivers these people mm -hmm. every whatever it is eight months or i don't know how, yeah. how often we don't really find out how often the prisoners no. are sent there it, it it's 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 uh, infrequent enough that Vargas needs more prisoners. Yes. He says that yeah. towards the end to Blake, doesn't he? Yeah, I imagine he must get through a lot of people, mustn't he? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Health and safety is not a great thing on this planet. Right. Well, next he gives her some extra strong mints, doesn't he? Do, yeah, on, yeah. On they, and that they they are literally that's what they are. They it? are. It's, anyone that's had a, an extra strong mint knows that. You can yep. taste that chalky horribleness. As soon as I saw them, I yeah. can taste that. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah I yeah. can taste it now. It's like <laughs> we've been indoctrinated by yeah. uh, Trebor. Yeah, so he gives her these extra strong mints and off they go. Um, and we go up onto the Liberator. And the next bit is the most horrible bit of exposition up on the Liberator. Is the maximum range on this? Of course. I don't know what it is, though. What would happen if you teleported somebody beyond the maximum range? I would imagine that they would appear momentarily in space and then that their atoms would be scattered to the solar winds. Why don't you go and do a little exploring? I'll keep an eye on things here. You wouldn't be trying to get rid of me, would you? I have to get rid of Blake first. You're next on my list. That would have been very disarming if I didn't know that you meant it. Avon? Yes. Could you kill someone? Face to face, I mean. I don't know. Could you? There's one sure way of finding out. Which is when Jenna asks Avon, what happens if you teleport someone beyond the yeah. maximum range? <laughs> yeah, and as might... soon as she says that, yeah. it's, it's like, oh, you know that's going to happen yeah. later on now. Well, she might as yeah, she might as well have said, um, "Tell me how the teleporter works and how we could get rid of a bad guy with it." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is only the third ever story, and we've got know it all Avon because yeah. she says, "Does the teleporter have a maximum range?" Of course, he goes, and then she yeah. goes, "Well, what happens if somebody, you know, um, you know, goes beyond maximum?" Well, I guess they would momentarily appear, and then their atoms are dispersed on the solar winds. He goes, he goes "What a blooming yeah. know it all." Well, I mean, what you, I think what we forget is that Avon, if Avon was like a contemporary character now, he's the pub bore, isn't he? He's that mm. guy that you know that knows everything mm -hmm. and has done everything. You've said before he's yeah. done a lot of pub quizzes. Yeah, I think so, yeah. He's, he's, he's that annoying sort. And this is, I mean, we've said this on, like, Avon, he's lovely and sarcastic, and you know, but you would dump this guy... Out of an airlock immediately. He's. I'd rather serve with Doctor Smith on a spaceship. You know, at, at, at least you're going to get Sheldon some nice level, turtlenecks. isn't he? Yeah, he's another yeah. Sheldon. Yeah, you would not. This person wouldn't have any friends, and certainly wouldn't have anyone that was would lay their life on the line for him. Yeah, because people like this are incredibly annoying. Yeah, it's very telling mm. that the first time you ever see Avon, he is indeed sitting all by himself. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, and it's a it's a lovely it's a lovely character study, um, season one Avon mm. um, before he 
he sort of starts to become you know sort of hero avon mm. um and he does it's even sort of through season two he's getting nice little arcs where he's starting to realize you know that he, he he can't survive alone like the episode where he's asking about whether he could survive on the liberator and things mm. like that and then it gets to season three and and unfortunately gareth thomas leaves and paul darrow's ejected into the the front runner and of course he objected to that didn't he, yes, he did, yeah. paul darrow didn't want to be the hero he no. he, he was comfortable in avon's shoes yeah. as being the cynic off to one side and i think as much i mean you can you can you can like avon the leader but i think at that point it's a different character and mm. um, we, we've said it a lot of times that it descends to pantomime but even when it doesn't this avon is different to our avon we often we must annoy people because we often say, "Oh, it's not our Avon, it's not our Blake," and it—it's true. It's a the season one, two demarcation line. Season three, four. Yeah, yeah. None more so than with Avon's character. Mm, mm, mm. Very nicely put there. Um, the next bit I found very interesting because I, I've I've either forgotten it or I've glossed over it, but this time um, I noticed it. Um, Jenna says to Avon, why don't you go off and explore? Yeah. Or is it the other way round? Um, and... No, because she finds... She comes back wearing new clothes. Oh, and... no, no. Before No, no. I'm talking about before that. No, it's, oh, right. it's Avon says, why don't you go off and explore? Yeah. And I think she's said... getting rid of her, isn't he? <laughs> well, no, this is what I find interesting. She says, you're not trying to get rid of me. And he said, it would have to be Blake first. You're next on the list, yeah. right? And at that point, that is the point. I've completely forgotten this little preamble up to the bit that we've commented on before. That's when Jenna says, could you kill someone face to face? And Avon says he's never... Uh, 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 he, he doesn't know. I had ignored the fact that just before that, that's the line where Avon says to Jenna, yeah. I've got to get rid of Blake first, you're next. Yeah, it's immediately after that, him, Jenna says, do you think you yeah. can kill someone? I.e., do you think you can kill me and Blake? I think that's what, why she yeah. asks him that. But remember, we're still, still so early that although there's a, you know, a, a sort of friendship between Jenna and Blake... I, I wouldn't put it past Jenna to get rid of him either mm. if she thought it would benefit her. That's what I love about season one is that this isn't a Starfleet crew. This isn't people that have served together and know each other. These are a bunch of untrusting strangers mm. thrust mm. together. Yeah. And it's really, yeah, but yeah, yeah I, I'd not considered that. But yeah, she's asked, she, she's literally. She's threatening him, yeah. basically. In this yeah. context, she is threatening him, you know, because he's just threatened her. So she's yeah. threatening him back. <laughs> Because I, I think of, of our main characters, I think, other than Gan that we know as, as killed, um, I think Villa and Jenna probably are the two that would kill someone without mm. much of a qualm. And maybe already have. And pr- prob- probably already have, yeah. yeah. I would yeah. think Villa must have by now, because if, if, if his backstory is as, as tragic and horrible as he, he often says it is, he must have got to the point where he's had to get rid of someone yeah just to survive or it would be him yeah yeah and yeah. i think jenna yeah it's a, it's a, it is a shame that they never really extrapolated on jenna's character oh. um because uh, like we said before that her, she should be sort of a almost a han solo-esque mm. she could have been han solo sort of before han solo really mm. wouldn't it, if you yeah. want to know that yeah 
It's a shame. Yeah, it is a shame. It is a shame. All right, down on the planet, Vargas is uh, staring out the window at the Liberator. Yes, we, he's got we, good eyesight. Yeah, he's either got really good eyesight or, you know, the Liberator is in a very low orbit because yeah. it's clearly visible in the sky there. Um, do you think, is it nighttime or is Cygnus Alpha permanently dark? Has it I, not got a sun? I think it must be permanently dark mm. or the, it's so far from the sun. I mean, in, in, in real terms, of course, it would be too cold then. For for people to wander about in their habits, um, but yeah, I, either that or it's got very long nights, and all of this takes place over one night. Mm. But it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't feel like the sort of place that has bright sunny afternoons to go picnicking on, does no. it? But of course, there must be a sun because you can see the liberator. Therefore, light is shining on the liberator. Yeah, that's so true. there must be a sun. Yeah. Well, it must all, right. all those pea bulbs in space. Aren't it? Yes, it is. Um, he goes to see a chained up Blake. Yes. You are recovered? Just about. An interesting design. A hand weapon of some kind. You will instruct me in its use. I'm not too certain about it myself. Your possessions are forfeit. I found these. <laughs> Fascinating. Some sort of body adornment, I thought at first, and then I wondered why a man would carry so many. Perhaps to use in trade, in barter. And then I thought again, and that didn't seem to be the answer either. They have no value in themselves. Ah! How did you get here? I was a prisoner on the Federation ship. That is untrue. The prisoners were observed from the moment they landed. All are accounted for. So, when a new star was in our heavens, then I understood. It is a spacecraft, isn't it? Don't destroy any more of Answer me! It is a spacecraft. I was a prisoner on the Federation ship. With two others, I escaped and we took control of a ship. It seems unlikely, but it has the ring of truth. <laughs> I am the supreme power here. My word is law. My followers obey without question. They worship me. Or fear you. The two are inseparable. Why you? I am directly descended by the true and chosen line. Mine is the power by right. But this planet was uninhabited until the Federation brought the first batch of 50 criminals here. Is that the noble line from which you stem? My ancestors came here on that first shipment. They had nothing. The Federation gave them no tools, no supplies. So they worked together. They worked hard! And made a community! There were children born here. They were settlers trying to build a new world on a new planet. Later, more Federation prisoners came. There were disagreements. The community began to break up. They fought and killed. All they had achieved was being destroyed. And it was my great-great-grandfather who found a way to unite them. He gave them a religion, brought them together in the love and fear of God. That is the line I stem from. 
That is what gives me the right to roll. Forgive me for my ignorance. I, uh, I was wrong to question your authority. I apologize. You are wise. Unbelievers perish in his wrath. I came here only to find my friends. They have a disease. I understand you have a drug which will combat it. They will require it each day for the rest of their lives. Well, I ask that they be allowed to choose whether they come with me. I ask that you give me a supply of that drug. No. I need those men. I must have a crew. No! This society needs people. New blood, muscle and sinew to work the land. Human souls are the only currency. Our God is bankrupt without them. What will you take them then? There must be something on my ship that you need. Toys like this and these? Is that what you offer me? What do you want? Power! <laughs> that you already have. Yes! But to take the word beyond, to gather followers in new worlds, new disciples bound together and obeying the one true God. That is what I want. That is what you will give me. How? Your ship. You'll give me your ship. No. I command it. You will contact your ship and order it to land. I can't do that. You are mistaken. Um, and he's got the Liberator weapon. And, uh, and he wants to know how it works. Of course, Blake doesn't know how it works. Blake hasn't used no, it yet. No, Blake hasn't fired it yet. Because we no. say the first person that fires it is uh, Brian. It's Brian. Brian is yeah. the first ever, yeah. He's also got the teleport bracelets. Yes. And uh, He doesn't and... look after them, does he? No. It's at this point where um, we're slipping into Panto Brian. Yeah. Uh, he's Panto villain mode as he as he's interrogating Blake while crushing the bracelets, isn't he? Yeah, he's still... I, I quite like the way he does it where he's... He's speaking softly while he's doing it, mm. as you know, a lot of most powerful people don't have to shout. Um, but it's still, you're right, it is, it's creeping into Bond villain mm -hmm. style, which I suppose, you know, Bond would have been huge at that point. We would have just had yeah, the low felt sort of run of films before they offed him. Mm. Um, so yeah, it, it's definitely edging into the cat stroking, yeah. <laughs> But then he ratchets it up, and we are going into shouty yeah. Brian because in this one scene, I, I, just before this bit, uh, I will have put the audio clip in, and it'll be quite a long clip because yeah. it, it's a great scene between Brian it's and really Gareth good, Thomas. Yeah, yeah it's total really conviction. Good. Total, they're not, they're not sending it up. They're not. These are two actors playing characters, and it's totally believable. It's really good. Yeah, and I like the way Gareth Thomas, you know, even though Brian Blessed is right in front of him, starting to go off on the Richter scale, yeah. uh, he keeps it restrained, doesn't he? He, he He's yes. not trying to match him at all or anything, because Vargas puts on a bracelet, and he picks up the weapon, and he says that he is the supreme power on Cygnus Alpha. His wor word is law, and they worship him. Yeah. Uh, or, or fear, because so, Blake says, well, fear, and he goes, oh, the two are inseparable, doesn't he? Yes, it's that's his credo, isn't it? That yeah. If you fear him, you're worshipping him. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's nice that even knowing now that this guy is a bit unhinged, Blake is still trying to talk his way out of it, which we, we, we've also said before that sort of season one and halfway through season two, Blake, Blake will always try and look for the the political answer 
the let's make a liaison yeah. let's let's agree to disagree he's he's never really looking for a fight which is I, again i think it's superb i think it it is what separates blake from a lot of other sci-fi heroes yeah yeah and he's done the natural thing because you know in a situation where you have somebody losing the plot which is what vargas is just about to do the worst thing you can do is try and outshout yes. them because it's just going to spiral out of control. And yeah. he is. He, he, he does try to placate him and calm him down. Yeah, because... if you've ever ever worked in retail or with the public, mm-hmm. then you know that the last thing to do with someone that's shouting at you yeah. is to raise your voice to do it. Actually, yeah. no, the second to last thing, the worst thing you can do is to laugh at them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that tends to uh, egg him on a bit. But yeah, he's he's doing exactly the right thing. Yeah. And it's interesting because Vargas is saying that he, he rules by right because he's descended from yeah. the first batch of 50 prisoners which were brought by the Federation to Cygnus Alpha. Um, yeah, it's interesting because normally this style of like uh, with Doctor Who's Vengeance on Varos and other things where it's a prison, a descendants of prison planet, it's usually the descendants of the guards mm. that think themselves the, the hoi polloi. But, of course, Cygnus Alpha not having any guards. They just seem to dump... Again, I don't know why they even bother. They dump no, the prisoners no. there. Um, yeah, he's, he's a descendant of the original... Yes, which is less than 200 years ago, isn't it? Because we've said the Federation uh, was established 200 years before. Um, And he also says that those 50 prisoners were dumped there with no tools and no supplies. Okay. Yeah. So where did they get all the materials? You know, things like the candles and the tools that they must have used to build the uh, obelisk outside and the uh, temple church thing here. Uh, where's the wood for the doors? I mean, is there an indigenous species, do you think, on Cygnus Alpha that we just never see? That um, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I didn't think of that. that yeah, is it, was it an uninhabited planet or did we, you know, what, was there the the, uh, the, the equivalent of, uh, like, natives on the, mm. the planet? Um, yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting. It'd be mm. interesting that. I've never really considered, but you're right. They, they, fifty people wouldn't last long no, with no, nothing. No, How, I can't. You know, no, there's not even I, any food or anything. Is there? I reckon initially you would have had Federation guards there. There would have been something because, like you say, why go to all that why trouble? Bother, Taking them yeah. eight months, you know, for fifty prisoners. I reckon there was a, a thing. Again, we've we've mentioned that this is like maybe Terry Nation equivalent of, of Australia of yeah. Australia and yeah uh, the, the the prisoners weren't just dumped at the uh, at the beach and yeah, it's like, they get on with it you yeah. know uh, there was some sort of administration there wasn't yes, there yes there was as we all know from the Sullivans or whatever that program was that used to be on the dinner times yeah, 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 um, yeah. yeah there the, there was there was people in charge there was the equivalent of the the police service there at the beginning in Australia, and they were doing things, weren't they? They were mm. they were they were trying they were being trying made to be productive. Um, so yeah, I, perhaps it would have been better if this had been a bit like uh, Alien Three. So this is a prison planet, but mm. they, originally they were doing something there. Well, like, I was you know, thinking about dilithium yeah. crystals or something. Well, I was thinking about you know in Horizon, the story Horizon. You know the the, the native people were being exploited by the yeah. Federation. Maybe there was something on Cygnus Alpha that the Federation used or wanted. It got mined out. They just moved on, and now the prisoners are just dumped there, and they don't have a function. Yeah, because we're all we're going on is what 
Brian's telling us, and he's possibly mm. not the most reliable of uh, of uh, storytellers, is he? Especially as he is ranting at this point yeah, now, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. Is is he believing this? You know, mm. Mm. There's, there's a whole um, there's a whole big finished series to be had on Cygnus Alpha. Yeah, because he 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 he's almost Davros at the end of this. Yes, the, yeah. the, 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 the way he's talking, and he's saying about the community of prisoners started to fracture and break up, and it was his great great grandfather who united them with a the religion. Yeah, um, and yeah, we say Blake's really good. He, he asked for forgiveness. Um, um, uh, for, forgive me for doubting you, you know, and that yeah. does calm Vargas down. Yeah, you imagine. I mean, Avon in his place would have made a snidey comment. Mm. But yeah, Blake is. And yeah, God knows what yeah. Tarrant would have done. Uh, he would have outsmugged him, wouldn't he? He would have. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Blake says he just wants his friends. Yeah. He, he just wants his friends back, and he asks for a, for a supply of the extra strong mints. Yeah, um, yeah. Because there's not a news agent nearby, so yeah, you can't get them. Yeah, and but um, you, you know, old Vargas, he refuses. He he wants yes. power yeah. uh, beyond what he's got on the planet, and he. He wants to go out into the stars, basically, doesn't he? He wants the Liberator. Yeah, I am. I mean, he's not got much. I mean, even though he's in, he's top dog on this planet. Hmm. It's not top dog of much, is it? No, so, and he yeah. knows it, doesn't he? He, he absolutely yeah. knows it. I can't. I can't really see like him and his. I mean, I don't. We we don't know how many people are on this planet, but I can't see him and even if he got the Liberator, him trying to spread his word. It's not going to be like the Fremen when they take over the galaxy, is it? It's. I think yeah. it's going to get to the first planet. They'll discover the first sort mm. of den of iniquity, and that's his. That's his uh, crusade over. Yeah, that was my question for the end for his rant when he's up on the yeah. Liberator. He, he, he reckons he can go to like a thousand planets and yeah. do what? I yeah. mean, shout at them. <laughs> yeah, he could take over a planet of yeah. people with a very sensitive hearing i suppose yeah, it'd, it'd be all right on the uh, sense sphere wouldn't he with the sensor rights <laughs> just... yes yes yeah, in fact yeah, he's yeah. their natural enemy yeah but blake of course he refuses um and he's led off to be taught a lesson yes. and and we get a little like uh audio thing to show that he's been tortured don't we we don't actually yeah, see him being tortured um, Still a bit strong for Monday night. It is a bit it? strong. Later on, when we do see Blake, he's got a bit of blood on his uh, temple, hasn't he? Yeah. But 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 that's about it. Um, later on, we've got to fast forward a few f- through a few things. Kara uh, is talking to Vargas. Is it a sign? It tells us that the time has come to take our truth out into the universe. New worlds shall honour the part of the word. Lord Vargas. Yes, Lord. The unbeliever will not submit. Kara, go to the place of novices. Speak to those who have newly come to us. Tell them what happens to those who disobey. And he says the time has come to leave the planet and... Pamela Salem there. She she's almost rapturous, isn't she? Yes. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, she's, yeah. she's the, in the, the time has come. God, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's totally in the thrall of Vargas. Uh, totally. And uh, and he then tells her to go and tell the prisoners what happens to those who disobey uh, disobey. Uh, basically, he wants to turn them against Blake. Yes. Yeah, mm. I don't because he's he can't really afford to kill them all, can he? I no. Mean, he might. He, he needs might kill them. He one or two, that. but yeah, he needs them. So. Yeah, but he's not—he's not going to be nice to them, is he? He's going to get no. his men to 
to to beat him up because I I don't think any of his men really believe anyway, do they? I mean that beardy weirdy we encounter. I don't mm. think he believes at all. No, no. Maybe maybe Kara is the only one that actually Could does. Be, yeah. Yeah. Oh dear. Um, so bless we him. yeah bless her. Um, we've got to fast forward uh, quite a way now through Blake escaping and going to the prisoners and. Uh, they're siding with Vargas, all except Gan. Gan says, well, I'm with you. Yeah. And the, the, the others don't want to side with Blake because they're going to die because of this uh, uh, disease and also the fact that they're going to be sacrificed. Um, yeah, because remember, none of the others have seen the Liberator yet. So mm. Villa is, I mean, it, when you watch it now and you're quite shocked that Villa would would turn against Blake, then you think, why? He's not actually sort of really with him at this point, is he? He's not... He's not seen the Liberator. He's not realised that Blake's sort of serious in what he wants to do. Mm. We're, it's difficult to watch these episodes with hindsight, isn't it? It, it is, really is. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. While all this is happening, um, Vargas, he's playing around with the uh, the Liberator weapon. And as you say, yeah. uh, he fires it. He's the yeah. first person ever yeah, seen yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to, to fire the weapon. Um, and when we go back, uh, Blake has got a lot of the prisoners on his side. He's managed to convince them. Um, and a really nice scene where he's uh, uh, trying to convince them again. Blake being, yeah, yeah, he's trying. The Blake he's trying that he to, should be, yeah. He's trying to um, take them with him rather than bully them or force them. Yes, yes. Well, the next thing that happens is we're going to have a sacrifice. There's a sacrificial yes. ceremony. You've got you got Vargas there, clad in purple now, uh, presiding over it all. And of course, some of the monks are Blake and Co. In disguise, yeah, it's a, li- aren't it's they? a bit confusing this because, yeah, half the party that's escorting them are Blake and Blake's men, and the other half are genuine monks. Mm-hmm. So how did they not know? No, because <laughs> because it doesn't appear to be a big enough planet that you're going to go. Well, I don't recognise uh, those mm. twelve men. Mm. Mm. You know? Yeah, um, and it's Gan who's going to be sacrificed. Yes. It's Gan, Gan up on the altar. Um, and it's like, you know, now goes Blake and we get a melee, don't we? We do, and, yeah, we get a right old dust-up. Yes, and in the melee, Arco is killed. Now, of course, Arco yeah. originally was going to be one of yes, the seven, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, he's. Uh, and you can still see the remnants of this because he gets some quite nice little scenes and he gets mm-hmm. a bit of character moment. And as a viewer, you wouldn't, you would, you would probably have thought, oh, Arco, he's going to be one of the, he's going to carry, oh, he's dead. It yeah. would have been quite a shock. Mm, mm. Yeah, um, Kara is killed. We've mentioned this mm. obviously in the Kara episode. In, 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 yeah. It's all a bit confusing. It's it's edited a, a, a bit yes. weirdly, isn't I, it? Yeah, I I get the feeling they didn't quite get all the cover shots they wanted. No, no. Um, it has the feel, you know, when sometimes you'll you'll be you'll watch a film and something's a bit weird like this, and you'll read up about it, and it's because they changed their mind halfway through, or after they filmed mm. it, they changed their mind and they try and make something out of it, and it's got a feel of that. Mm. But yeah, I don't, I, it'd be interesting to see the the camera script just yeah. to see what what was this meant to do? Because it looks to me like Kara calls out Gan's name, and Gan yeah. moves out of the way of the spear that's intended for him, and it hits her. I think that's yeah how they, it happens. It's sort of filmed and it's presented as if she's thrown herself in front of Gan, but she's not. not so she's Gan not. actually kills her by not. I mean, you can't blame him for stepping out of the way, but. It's not. It's not like a heroic type death, is it? She. No. She just. She's a. a she's collateral damage, <laughs> um, but also there's the whole thing of her her love 
interest with Gan. It's never really fleshed. That's what I say. I reckon the original scripts for this were so different. Mm. Um, mm. It'd be it'd be good to see them. I don't know I whether got... they've ever surfaced. Or, mm. I don't know. You know I like don't know. Terry Nation's original scribbles mm. on her napkin. You know. But of course, she, she would have to die because if she doesn't die, unless they took her with them on the Liberator, yeah. she would be left on Cygnus Alpha. Yeah. Well, I mean, because not everyone dies. So, I mean, presumably Brian Blessed, if if she had survived and Brian Blessed would have still died, would she have taken over the religion? Because she's the only one that mm. believes. Would it have Would it have mellowed into a, you know, a, a less fundamental religion, or would it have got worse? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Well, we will never know. Would you follow Carado? Oh, anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's interesting as well, this is early days, Blake Seven, that Villa actually kills someone. Yes, yeah. That's what I say. I think he's... Because he's, he mentions about killing Avon, doesn't he? And mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, so, they want to chuck him out the airlock, yeah. don't they? Um, so I think at this point, yeah, Villa's a, a stone-cold killer. Mm. Mm. He looks quite Villa shocked. Yeah. yeah, Villa yeah. the killer. Um, he looks quite like shocked when he looks at the uh, the, 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 the blade with the yeah. blood on it. Um also, right, straight after that, as they're going to leg it, you know, um, Blake and Villa run for it. You see Gan, right? Yeah. And Gan is pressing down on a spear, right? Yeah. Is he killing someone? I think so, because this is pre-limiter, isn't it? Mm, we don't know about the limit. Yeah. I, I thought it's either that or he's pulling the spear out of Kara. I'm, I can't quite make my mind up. Which is a bit, it, a bit gruesome, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, either way, it's a bit dodgy. But, I, yeah, I think... Everything we've seen up to... I mean, in fact, everything we see up to when they first mention a limiter in uh, Time Squad, I think it is, isn't it? Mm. Um, up till then, I don't think the limiter exists because he doesn't act like someone that can't kill. Well, he threatens to take that yeah. guard, rip that guard's arm yeah. off, doesn't he? Who's refusing to give the handprint to open the door on the London, yeah. doesn't yeah. he? So either it's a really good bluff. Mm. But what would he have done if the guard said no? He'd have gone, oh... <laughs> Villa. <laughs> yeah. um, Blake Blake goes back in for the weapon um, and shoots the uh, the idol there, which yes. uh, freaks out the monks. We call the idol Billy. Yeah, Billy, Billy on the wall yeah. there. Yes, very good. Um, and we get that nifty salmon leap over the spears, yes. don't we? Yeah, that's a stunt man that on the day said. I can do I can do something like that. John C. <laughs> yeah, it is the stunt man, yeah. and, and stupidly I. I, I forgot to wrote, write his name down. Uh, Gareth Thomas did have a stuntman for that, and uh, I've forgotten to write his name down, but he has got a name. No, um, it wasn't Stuart Fell or... Um, no, it wasn't Stuart Fell. I didn't recognise the name. Uh, mm. I, I'll have to find it and uh, acknowledge him on the Facebook page. Um, yeah, so he, he, he does this salmon leap out of yep. the uh, doorway, uh, straight into the room uh, Vargas is in. Yeah, bad um, Bad planning and bad bit of uh, uh, um, editing next as well, because the next bit I find all very confusing. Get me up! Make it fast. Get the ship moving. Get over there! Hold on! Now take this ship down to the surface! We're already moving away. Then get it back! If you kill us, there is no way you can run the ship. You're getting further and further away from your precious drug. <laughs> there is no drug. A simple compound. The disease is a mild poison that clears itself. 
But for centuries, the followers have believed in the disease, believed in the cure, just as you have believed. So you and those before you built your power on fear and ruled them with it. I ruled? I ruled a small prison planet with never more than 500 people. But with this, with this, I could rule a thousand planets for that prize. Do you think I would hesitate to kill you? Now take this ship back to Cygnus Alpha. No! I was their priest! I shall return to them and Because Vargas is teleported up. Yeah. Right? Blake calls and says to teleport him up on and up on the Liberator, Jenna says to Avon to get the ship moving. But Vargas must be on the ship. But they're not acting like he's on the ship. No. Because it, it, it's weird, isn't it? Because there, there must be, we speculated before, that there, there's a second teleport bay. That's exactly yeah. what I've written down, yeah. yes. Um, and this is, it, again, it's really badly edited. There's no covering shots to show what's happening. Because mm. um, it's, like, it's almost like he's backing away from... Backing away into the teleport booth but at the same time as not face it's just it's so weirdly done yeah because he's teleported up then we have the scene yeah. with jenna saying to avon get the ship moving yeah then like they s- haven't seen him yeah yeah like they haven't seen him then you've got blake villa and gan yeah arriving and then we have a shot of vargas walking out of another teleport bay. Yeah. this is early days Blake Seven, where you, I guess you, the idea was, yes, yeah, like you say, that the there were two teleport bays. They, have, they haven't sort of nailed it down yet, have they? Um, which I suppose is understandable. You know, TV was was created differently back then, wasn't it? That there wouldn't have been like a an overarching bible or no. anything like that to say that this is the Liberator. It's got it's whatever the story needs. Yep, that's what the Liberator's got. Um, but yeah, it. It, it it's confusing, which is a shame because it's mm. so far it's been quite a nice. It feels but a bit we wouldn't have thought end, this, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Th- yeah. Th- th- this I think when we w- first watched this, we wouldn't have thought this. It's only because oh, no. we've watched and rewatched and rewatched and rewatched so many times. It, it, it's a bit jarring. Um, but there he is. He's 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 got his weapon out, Ua, and yeah. um, and he he orders them out of their little teleport bay and turns yes. around and has his back to it and says to land the ship. Yeah. Now, this has been mentioned a few times before in this story, landing the ship. Do you think in these early days, with, with these early recording blocks, that they believed the ship could land? And they uh, just hadn't got round to going, oh, no, but, we haven't but got I, the effects I mean, for all that. Even, I mean, it, might, it could be, but even, at, even if it wasn't, even if the ship can't land, Vargas doesn't know. I mean, Blake and I don't know it yet. Well, Blake yeah. says, I can't do that. Yeah. When Vargas earlier says, land the ship... And he says, I can't do that. We just assume he means, I can't land the ship because the yeah. ship can't go into an atmosphere. He but may, I think he, he might mean, mean it in a tarrant way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do that because I'm crap. <laughs> I'm <laughs> no, putting in orbit for you, mate. <laughs> do that, no, I, no problem. I, 
with, with all we know about Blake Seven yeah. now, I read it as I can't do that. I can't leave my friends. You know, yes. I can't give you yeah. the Liberator. I won't. He's saying won't, not yeah. Can't. I won't do that rather yeah. than the ship can't do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and Blake says, "Well, if you kill us, um, um, you won't get your stronger. Oh, no, it's different <laughs> uh, you won't get your uh, precious drug." And yes. that's when that's we learn out that, that, yeah, and yeah. yeah, he's in panto mode big time now because <laughs> it's all a scam, isn't it? Yes. Um, uh, the, 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 the new uh, inhabitants of the planet get a mild disease that clears itself. Yeah, they get the deli belly for a bit, don't they? The and deli then, belly, uh, yeah. And then they're all right. But he says, but for centuries the follows have believed. And he, <laughs> yeah. he must have blown every mic in that studio yeah. where the believed... Oh, God, he goes over the top. He's in orbit now, isn't he? Yes, he's... Um, I mean, yeah, he's he's ramped it up to 11, hasn't he? He's, yeah. Oh. He's gone into full uh, Voltan yeah. mode. Oh, yeah, this is yeah. Voltan here. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And this is the real Vargas now coming out. Yeah. Uh, he's ruled all right, but it's just a small prison planet of 500 people yeah okay but with the liberator he could rule a thousand planets what by shouting at them like you say yeah, i think it would, might work might work i don't mm. even think he needs a spaceship he could just shout get climb a ladder and shout and get to another planet <laughs> subdue a planet by shouting makes you wonder though how because if how many prisoners at a time because with this delivery we only see I mean, there's well, less than 20, aren't there? There was meant to be 24, but yeah. it's more like died, in the teens. They? Yeah, it's yeah. about 13, I think. Yeah. So how long did it take him to build up 500 people? Maybe they're coming from other planets, uh, other Federation yeah. planets, you know? I don't know. I don't know. Um, all the while he's ranting away like this, he's yes. stepping back slowly into the teleport bay. And, uh, and he's teleported at the nicely dramatic... Uh, point of saying I will be a god yes and uh, they, they, they pause for dramatic effects so that he can get his line out don't they yes they do and it's at that point he's teleported yeah. uh, he he briefly appears in space before blowing up yes um, when he does briefly appear do you remember in the uh, in the 70s I definitely had one I don't know if you had one but there was a model kit it was a Revel MPC uh, called the Visible Man Oh, yes, yes, yeah, the uh, clear plastic, and you could see his... All his internal organs, and, yeah. yeah, it was a model kit. I mean, you get them in schools now all the time, but yeah. that was... Hel a... Dr. Helena Russell has the, in, the, the visible has, female yeah. one in her yeah, uh, she has. doctor's laboratory, doesn't she? She has, um, yeah, and yeah. I had one because I remember yeah. in 2000 AD, um, you had the visible man, didn't you? That, yes. that, that, that guy, he, he's like got some radioactive sludge on him, and it makes his skin... Uh, see-through and you can see all his internal organs i'm sure that's it because it was in a pose this th this model was yeah, in a pose with of... the arms and legs out and the hat palms forward yeah you know so you could see everything that looks an awful lot like that visible man pose yeah, could just be. before well, it blows all, yeah, up yeah all you got to do is you know spray it flesh color put some robe on it and there you go bob's your uncle i think it is it i mean that is exactly the same time uh, you know, 77, 78, um, yeah. you know, that model kit was available because, as I say, I have one. Um, yeah, and it, but he blows up, and I like the way the bits fall down, the fiery yes. bits uh, yeah. <laughs> fall down. Well, I mean, they might just still be slightly in orbit, mightn't they? So he could have been falling back down. Oh, to his planet. yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah bits of bits of Brian. Yeah, um, <laughs> it'd be like land. a whale on the, in Hitchhiker's Guide. There would You'd be, be wandering about going, "What's this?" It's a bit of Brian. Oh! The only bit that survives is his voice box. Yeah, because it's the only bit 
big big enough and tough enough to survive the uh, the descent. I think. Can you imagine though, if like the the doctors reporting that uh, we're sorry to say your uh, your family members died. How did they die? Lump of Brian fell on him. <laughs> Brian's voice box. Yeah, yeah, Brian's voice box fell on him. <laughs> right. Next, we're up on the flight deck. Information. Sensors register that Liberator has been scanned by detector beams. A fleet of ships is approaching and has changed course towards this system. Put them on the screen. There they are. Identify. Available data classifies them as Federation pursuit ships. Set a course to take us away from them. Maximum speed. Course and speed confirmed. With our speed, we'll probably outrun them. This time. But they'll keep coming, pushing us, tracking us. They'll never give up. Nor will we. When we can handle this ship properly, we'll stop running. Then we'll fight. Yeah. And uh, Zen tells them that ships are approaching. And this is the first ever mention, ever, of the Federation pursuit ships. This is yeah. the first time they're ever mentioned. Um, and Avon says that they uh, they, they can't out- outrun them um permanently you know they'll just keep coming and coming and blake says when we're ready we'll stop running and that's when we fight yeah um and and i like i like i love this ending because it ends on a nice thoughtful uh shot of gareth thomas um as the show is set up you know this is it yeah well it, it was it's like with the the compilation vhs one it that, that that's a perfect place to end it but they had mm. to do it to introduce callie mm for the compilation so you then get that but that yeah those first three episodes almost they're it's almost like they're designed for a, a, a omnibus repeat during the summer as a blake seven movie isn't it mm, mm. You, you know you could get a lovely little sort of edited movie out of all three mm, mm. all right well that's that, that that's a nice way for it to end yeah. Um, so a good episode. I do I, like it. You, you it, never used to think much of it, did you? No, because I, I, I've said before. I, I think when I was a foolish youth, I just wanted to get onto the action scenes. Yeah. I wanted to see them. You know, I wanted to see Travis. I wanted to see fights. Yeah. I wanted to see aliens. You know, and science fictiony stuff. I wasn't interested in Prison Planets and uh, Shouty Brian. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, uh, as we've said many times on this show, you know, you grow to appreciate it and reevaluate. Yeah, I, always, I I can remember this one from the first time around when it was first broadcast. Um, so I was looking forward to this when the videos came out. But yeah, I've always enjoyed this one. I, I quite like this style of of story. Mm, um, mm. It wasn't science fiction-y enough no, for me. No, I, th- no. I, I think at the time I was expecting something, you know, much more along the lines of uh, Tom Baker, Doctor Who, you know... Um, and eventually we got it, but yes. uh, I think it was all a bit too dark and a bit too grim uh, but weirdly, for, for the young um, me. It's aged better than... Oh, that's the appeal of it now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, the, when you see the exterior scenes of Cygnus Alpha, very, you know, yeah, that, 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 that yeah. uh, obelisk, obelisk thing there. I mean, of course, this is Ian Schoons. And yeah. uh, last week we were talking about Ian Schoons when we were talking about the London and we were saying about, you know, he had a... Uh, a background of working at Bray Studios on the Hammer films, and yep. he worked on some of the Hammer yeah, horror this is films. Very Hammer. It is very, very Hammer, yep. isn't it? Yes, yeah. Um, right behind the scenes, then let's let, let, let's go. Um, Cygnus Alpha um, um, was Terry Na- Nation had already used that name 
as a prison planet in Doctor Who's uh, The Daleks' Master Plan. There was a Cygnus Alpha in that, wasn't there? He liked his idea of a prison planet, didn't he? Mm, mm, mm. Never but it's let not it be the said that Terry ever wasted one of his ideas. <laughs> he oh, would indeed. Use them again and again and again. Indeed. Um, I guess it's not the same Cygnus Alpha. Um, no. If you merge no, the two yeah. universes, maybe it could be. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know because at that point, especially Dalek Masterman, the the Daleks were a, a universe threatening. They were a proper. They were a bit like an empire, weren't they? they so yes. everyone's heard of them. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I we said in one of the other episodes where uh, could could you make them? And you could sort of make Doctor Who and Blake Seven fit, but. I think to the detriment of both. If, exactly, exactly. Um, Brian Blessed. Where do you start hey. with Brian Blessed? <laughs> Everybody knows Brian Blessed. Yeah. Um, he has admitted in interviews how he mishandled his role in this by playing the part too loud. He regrets well, it. I don't, I don't mind. I think, I think he reg- only regrets it looking back on what he was doing around that time. Hmm. But like you say, this is, this is very embryonic brian as he would basically his career would become yes because so you, he regrets it because of that I mean. you've got this then you've got flash gordon haven't yeah. you where everybody remembers him in flash gordon and then shortly after that you've got him in black adder where he is basically voltan in black adder yes. isn't he? Yeah. as rowan atkinson's dad you know yeah. and he did he did like you were saying about kenneth williams he became well known for that type and then would play up to it i mean yes. i really regret it last year uh, there was an evening with Brian Blessed at Canterbury, and I never went, and I really oh, regret I that. Gone. And and you you've 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 been to it, haven't you? You've... Yeah. Well, we we went to one of the um, the Sci-Fi Weekender weekends, and he was uh, a guest there, and it was it was mesmerising. He he is that there's he is that person. I think there's nothing. There doesn't seem to be anything fake about him. I think that's if you were stuck in a lift with him, he would still be shouting at you mm. at the top of his voice. But he did. I mean, they, when he when he was doing when he uh, decided he wanted to climb one of the mountains because um, his his life is extraordinary. But when he wanted to do it, he actually went and they you know to get insurance for doing it. They and his lung capacity is some phenomenally. <laughs> Like high. a whale, yeah. It's <laughs> and it's sort of you, you think now is it is it high because he's he's trained himself over the years to you know to shout or is does he shout because right. his lung capacity is so high? But yeah, he's um, remarkable man. I mean, he's 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 getting on a bit, but I think he's he's probably fitter than I am. Yeah, and um, I I think he I think he rather relishes this persona yeah. that he has created he's, for himself. He's, he's become he's making a career yeah. out of it now. Uh, yeah, I think he should enjoy it. He's he's become the the sort of Britain's um, unruly uncle. Yes. So he can get away with saying things that no one else could get away with on telly. Well, it's that sort of yeah. role that, that that's what that happened to Oliver Reed. Oliver Reed, Reed, yeah. Oliver Reed was like Oliver that Peter O'Toole. Yeah, they were Britain's favourite drunken uncles, weren't they? Yes, yes, um, yes, yeah. But yeah, you're right. There's that certain personality where it's almost like... Because, again, Oliver Reed, superb actor in mm. his day. Um, Kenneth Williams, great actor. Mm. Uh, yeah, they become almost caricatures of themselves. Mm, yeah. And if I mean, if they, if there's anything like if you've ever read Kenneth Williams's diaries, he bitterly regretted oh, that, yes, that yes, he had yes. to stoop to 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 almost you know becoming something he detested. Mm. Um, 
and that's not to say that wasn't his personality but but he hated his own self so mm. he hated the fact that he had to be that person to get a job to get money um but i don't think you get that with you Brian. don't get I that think, feeling yeah. off a of brian no, blessed you know i, I mean i think even if even if he wasn't famous, he would be on his farm shouting at the chickens. Oh, of course. <laughs> you know. Or get off my land yeah. to any of the ramblers. Yes, he would. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, there's that famous uh, edition of her, Have I Got News For You? Yeah. He just took it over, didn't oh, yeah. he? You know? And uh, just before we started recording today, uh, I put up on Facebook uh, one of his Abba Ale yeah. beer adverts. You know, he's hired for that persona, yes. isn't he? And in, in other hands, I mean, anyone else, you would, you would feel embarrassed watching some of this stuff. Mm. But you don't with people like Brian. No. You know, you, they're, they're not... Some, some people that act up on telly and you watch it and, you, you, and it's embarrassing because they're... There's no genuineness to no, them. No. But yeah, I, th- I I don't think so with Brian. I think that you you get what you get, and that's yes. that's an honest, you know, that's an honest account of himself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've got some interesting facts for you about Ooh. Brian. Do you want to hear some? Yeah, oh, I can always love a Brian fact. Did you know that as a child? He and his friends used to play Flash Gordon because he grew up watching the old Buster Crab serials. <laughs> and he always, always used to play Voltan. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that see, was I, his character of choice. No, see, I... Because I, when, uh, when I was a kid, I used to play Flash Gordon as well. And it was always the Larry Buster Crab serials. Mm. And I always wanted to be Voltan. And it was because he was a bit tubby. So I identified with him. He was, yes. I, yeah. Yeah, I remember him. Yes. Yeah, see, see, did, didn't he have a beard as well? Uh, yes, think, yeah, yeah, big yeah, bushy yeah. beard. He had a big, yeah. he looked like a Viking, a tubby Viking. <laughs> yeah, a tubby Viking with wings. Yes, um, yes. So yeah, so I, I used to always be him as well. Isn't that weird? Oh, I, I never, I never played at Flash Gordon when I was not? little. No, 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 I can't remember it anyway. I um, saw, it used to be on in. Well, you, it might actually, it might have been a bit because it used to be on in the uh, summer holidays. They used to strip show. Oh, that's there. my childhood. That yeah. was yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, summer holidays. Yeah, they, them and Lauren Hardy shorts. Yes, yeah. yeah. Used to get like one of them, Lauren and Hardy. Yeah, uh, always uh, on BBC Two. Uh, yeah, what what was the um, the children's show? Uh, Oh, it had a stupid title that they they showed. Oh, the, the, no, why, why, why don't you? Go why don't on, you? Why, it, why yeah. don't you go off and turn the yeah. television off and do something? Yes, yeah, yeah. I, back, back, back to Brian. Let's get back to Brian. Yes. Um, uh, he's the oldest person to have reached both the geographical North Pole and the magnetic North Pole. Yeah, yeah. And made a career out of it because there was a TV series. There was, wasn't and there? Nice yeah, and, and a book. Yeah, yeah, interesting book. Yeah. yeah, I knew that. I didn't know this though. He has completed cosmonaut training. Yes, he well, he, he was doing that when when he did the talk at the Sci-Fi Weekend. He was actually doing that. And oh, there, right. they, there was talk that they might not let him go because he he was too old. But he wanted to be the oldest man in space. Yeah, um, it sa- it says yeah. here that he is actually on the reserve list to yeah. travel to the International Space Station. Can you imagine being stuck in a small rocket <laughs> in a tin can with him? He Maybe that's why he hasn't gone up. Ah, <laughs> oh, they would have to let him do the countdown, wouldn't they? Down, uh, no. Has he done a sat nav voice? Because uh, I'd love I to have a sat nav voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, He'd my wife, though, my wife saying yes. Yeah, he probably has. Yeah, you would scare all the other cars away, wouldn't yeah. you? you? Why know? did you turn down that one-way street? Brian told me to do it. <laughs> Ah, oh, terrific! All right, all right. Genre tally. I think I think our Brian is going to be uh, top five. Excellent. All right. He's got I thought a... he might because he's 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 spinning a lot. 
He has. Uh, Genre-wise, he's been in 23. Wow. Which is incredibly uh, yeah. respectable. Yes, uh, that's very good. Right. The, the, the first thing he was ever in, genre-wise, and he was in it twice, uh, was The Avengers. Yep. And we should have done an Avengers tally. We really yeah. should have, you know. Um, next, another lovely ITC show, Randall and Hopkirk. Yep. Good, uh, good show. Yeah, straight after that, the first time he worked with uh, Jerry Anderson, The Day After Tomorrow. Uh, which I've never seen. You've never, never seen, seen it? it? No, I've never seen it. Oh, it, it, it's all, it, it's worth watching for the special effects because it's Martin Bauer yeah. uh, doing the special effects. Uh, of course, famously, he thought he was working on something, uh, Space 1999. So that's why the ship in the day after tomorrow yeah, looks, looks like the eagle, yeah. you know. Um, it, mm, he's good in it. Uh, he's quite convincing as the captain of this uh, group that go off to explore. But it, it, it's... I don't know if you know much about it, but they made it. It was like a semi-educational thing. Oh right, no. yeah. I know it's not got a good, a good reputation. No, no, no. They, they made it semi-educational. Um, I think the plan was to show it in schools. So you had these two hideous children come along yeah. who would keep asking questions. Well, what is a black hole, Daddy? And all like this, mm. you know. Oh, it's awful. But the special effects are really, really good. Um, and they reused a lot of it for Space 1999. A lot of the stuff in uh, Dragon's Domain. Uh, when oh, you've got yes, the ultra yeah. probe is left over from um, yeah. from that, you know. Um, so that was his first Jerry Anderson. The next um, uh, two things he did was Space 1999, where he was in Death's Other Dominion. Yeah, he's superb. Really he's good. really good in that, yeah. and that's not shouty Brian, is no, it? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. You know that, that's quiet, quiet Brian. You've got a nice Martin Bauer model work in that, in the the, the spaceship that's in the ice caverns there. Yeah, it's one uh, one of my favourite episodes. That I think. Yeah, and then he uh, was mentor in the Metamorph. Yes, um, which is he is a bit pantomime for my taste. He ends up shouty in that. Yes, yes when he's shouting to Koenig to uh, take Maya yeah. and save her and everything. Um, I've recently watched that because I was saying to you, um, you, you know, I've recently got the, the season two Blu-ray. Yes. And uh, yeah, it was interesting watching that only like a week or so ago and then watching Vargas here. Um, well, it's interesting that like a lot of fans will say, oh, the Metamorph, that's like the closest to season one. And then you watch it and you think, Christ, if that's the closest, mm. yeah, I ain't mm. watching anything else. No, no. Um, straight after that, he did Survivors. Survivors, excellent. excellent. Where he played Brod. Yeah, in, that, in is, that is one of the best Survivors episodes. Mm. It's, it's just, it's amazing. Yeah, we should have done a Survivors tally yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. I love Survivors. Yeah. Perhaps Survivors in character. Yes. <laughs> uh, then we've got uh, Blake Seven here, where he's Vargas. Yeah. Uh, then Voltan. Uh, in Flash Gordon, yeah, which and, is a good good film. That's a film that's aged better now than it did a few years ago, wasn't it? Because again, it's yeah. one that I appreciate more yes. now. Yeah, than you, back you, then. You, they went, it went through a phase where it was sneered at something shocking yeah. um, for being campy and not me, but and you, and other films that were serious at the time have fell by the wayside. Mm. But this has become quite rightly a respected classic. When you think that superhero. around about that time, the big predicted new you know franchise you know blockbuster was crawl yeah you know um and you see how the two are regarded now oh yeah. no definitely and you watch crawl now and it's so boring yeah no i i, I like flash gordon in the same yeah. way i like barbarella i could easily yes, watch yeah. that as a double bill it, yeah, it, they they're both coming really from the well, same actually, yeah. 
from 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 the same angle, aren't they? Yes, yes, yeah. He took a bit of a break from genre uh, after Flash Gordon. He, the next thing he did was Doctor Who. Um, yeah, um, was, during uh, t- Trial of a Time Lord, he was Lord something, wasn't he? Akarnos, Akarnos. He ended up in Marion Perry. That's right. not a bad fate. I Bold Perry. Bald Perry. Bald yeah, that, Perry. But that never happened, did it? They they went back at the next episode. They went, yeah, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> After all the complaints. <laughs> yeah, I, I that era of Doctor yeah. Who. I I I know you're a big Colin Baker fan, yeah, but Trial Colin. of a Time Lord. There were there were so many problems with it. I I, I was I, I kept trying trying to like Doctor Who, and it, I, it just ugh. Yeah. Well, no, but tra- I think because Brian Blessed says that um, with that part, he kept. The director kept sort of saying, "No, no, that's not right. That's not right." And in the end, sort of, what, "How do you want me to play it?" And it's like, "Well, like Voltan." So, I think they they ended up basically saying to him, "Play Voltan," mm. and you watch it, and it is. It's just it's Voltan without his wings. Mm, it is. It is. Okay. He's got the biggest trousers in history. <laughs> MC Hammer esque. Oh, yes. that's just yeah. amazing. <laughs> Uh, next thing, he was a voice on Asterix and the Big Fight. He was oh, a character I in Asterix like, and the Big Fight. I used to like the Asterix film. Yeah, not, n- never, nowhere near as good as the books. Oh, no, but, they, no. They, they used to dumb them down, whereas the books are, are very, very witty. They're hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's sly, those ones. Yes, yes. Clever, yeah. clever <laughs> Then he was a voice in another animation, Freddy as FR07. You know the oh god yeah 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 um, uh, then a TV series that I couldn't stand called MacGyver yeah not um, uh, not aged well no, I quite Mac- like Richard Dean Anderson I think he's a very I mean in Stargate he's amazing mm. and now if I watch a MacGyver I enjoy him for being him but the show's utter shite yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't care for it at all he was in MacGyver Lost Treasure of Atlantis because MacGyver was um, Terry Nation wasn't it it was so, it was yeah. Yeah. Um, Phantom Menace Star Wars Phantom Menace oh uh, yes yeah, yeah as the embarrassing um, yeah, froggy shocking guy. shocking shocking yeah. um, but I think what we've been saying you know you, you hire him for this bombastic performance yeah. and that's why he was the voice of Boss Nass you yeah. know um, definitely, you can see that. And the next one, uh, the, the the next one, he was a voice of, and I really like him in it. And that's Disney's Tarzan. I don't think I've seen it. Oh, it's really good. I I, I really like play? that film. He plays Clayton, who's like a big game hunter, uh-huh. and and you can tell Brian Blessed relished that role. Yeah. He he he's not going over the top, but he he's loving the lines, yeah. and they've animated the character to match Brian Blessed. Doesn't look like Brian Blessed, but you could, it, it matches you his performance. See, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He's great. Clayton in Tarzan oh, is really, really good. Check that down, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's on YouTube. At least yeah. you could see bits of it and you can see what I'm talking about. And I'll put links on on Facebook. Um the next thing again he's a voice um on, on a computer game, Warhammer forty K uh Fire Warrior. Um he he, he did the voice on that. Yeah. Okay. Um I didn't know that he reprised his role of Prince Voltan. Did you know that? Um, no, I'm trying to think what it is. It, is it genuinely reprised or is it? Oh, no, it's genuinely mm. reprised uh, in Family Guy. Oh, right. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> you can do anything in Family yeah. Guy, but yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was Voltan again in Family Guy. Um, he was next in a Lego Star Wars um, called as the Empire Bosnass. Strikes Out as Bosnass, yes, 
Um, then he was in another animation. It's a lot of voice work here. Uh, yeah. Wizards versus Aliens, which I've never seen. Um, and then there was a short called Dragon. Yeah. Um, and then he was in Danger Mouse. Yeah, right. Uh, as 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 Santa Claus in our version of the no version. the new one yeah he, he played Santa Claus I can see that I can see him being yeah. Father Christmas he was shout down the chimney and scare the kids mm-hmm. wasn't he? indeed then he was in another short called Eric and the Barbarian all right it vaguely rings a bell though it's it's a short where he played Odin I can totally see him as I Odin I can see him as Odin yeah I can totally see him as Odin in the Marvel Thor films yeah couldn't, couldn't you. You know, who needs Anthony Hopkins? He's got Brian Blessed. (laughs) He could turn up as, like, Thor's long-lost brother or something. Yeah, yeah. They should have had him in the... um, uh, What one was it? Was it... um, The Thor one where Thor goes back to Asgard and Anthony Hopkins is watching a play of the death of Loki and you've got Matt Damon Uh, playing Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yes, you could have had Brian Blessed playing Odin in that scene. Yes. Well, Mm. yeah, that would have been really good. I think um, if Brian Blessed turned up, he could have stopped Thanos as well, couldn't he, just by shouting at him? Just shouting. Take off my glove! (laughs) He would have shouted the glove off, yes. (laughs) Um, And the last thing he's done is actually still in production right now. I'm guess I'm guessing it's a comedy horror. It's called Shed of the Dead. Shed of the Dead. Oh. Shed of the Dead. Yes. That could be embarrassing, couldn't it? It could be. Yeah. He might be just him? doing a voice thing. You don't know. Yeah. Did you um, ever saying about embarrassing? Did you ever? Because um, you 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 said a long time ago in one of these about um, there was a, a a horror vampire version of Police. Uh, oh with, yeah, we. we, we did that ever get made? <laughs> no, no, no. It was released at, was uh, at a film, a horror film festival in November, December. Wow. I don't think it got a, a, a cinema release, and I no. don't think it's out on DVD. But it, yeah, no, it's out there on the horror film circuit. Ah, right. So uh, Caroline Munro in. The Caroline Munro, Judy Matheson, um, and I think oh, um, um, Dr. Jekyll and Sister Hyde. Martine Beswick. Oh, right, yes. I think she's in it as well. Yeah. So that's it. He's in production doing Shed of the Dead at the moment. Good, um, good so luck to him. Tally-wise, he only gets a Who tally of one, which most yeah. people only get. But he, he gets a Star Wars tally of two, which is quite yeah, rare. Yeah, good, yeah. And he got an Anderson tally of three, which is quite high for an Anderson tally. Yeah, okay. you, you, especially two in one show. Mm, indeed. Could be... Is that a record? I don't know. Is anyone else we can think of? No. Oh no no no! The, the the highest for Anderson is oh um Hal Mellenby, because oh, he right. oh no it's not no, it's no. it's our very first oh uh, um uh, oh, De- uh, Dev well, Tarrant yes because he did a ton of voices for That's all the true, Jerry Anderson yeah, puppet right. shows yeah. yeah all right so um it's game time now I should put some game music uh, music just about here. <laughs> Go. All right, you don't know about this, do you? No, I have no idea where you're going. I, I think you've you've lost it. I, I I do like springing these things on you. Yeah. I really do. Yes. No, he was considered for many guest roles in Doctor Who. Right. All right. So I thought we would play a game. You being the big Doctor Who fan, right. I I give you the story. 
right? Yeah. And you try and guess who he who he was considered for. This could be embarrassing. Go on then. All right, let's see how many you get. How many are there? There's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Wow. So twelve he, he must have been just. He, went he up must have been just. He, must, he was had his name printed at all this, on the stationery, so he was the top of everything. He could list. have been, yeah. yeah, the go-to for everything. Yeah. All right. So I'll give you the story. You tell me who you think Go he on. might have been for. Yeah. Right. Meglos. Meglos, uh, he would have been uh, the lead pirate leader. Who I, I always think of as Duggan, but it's not. It's uh, a different name. Uh, Bill Fraser's part, was he? I don't. I only know that I don't know Meglos, so I don't oh. know... Uh, what's, the, what's the character's name? Well, that's what you're trying to guess. Oh, right. I'd have to Google it. It's not one of my favourite stories, but Bill, Bill Fraser played him and kicked K-9, and he was a pirate leader. Hang on, I'm 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 gonna I'm. This is gripping podcasting. I'm just uh, typing in Meglos IMDb, yeah. and let's see. I've actually just bought the box set, so I should I should know. But yeah, it's not. It's it's such a dull story. I it's one of those stories where the minute you stop watching it, you think, what the hell was that about? I've forgotten already. See, this is this is why you know. Um, I, I got out of Doctor Who because it, yeah. this is the period where it's like, oh, it, yes, it's Tom definitely. Baker, and I and I and I really can't be bothered. Right, I'm I'm in it. Megloss and Gruggan, Gruggan. Oh, where like is that. he? No, you're right. It's Grugger. 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 Ah. Yes, it would have been perfect. It'd have been better than Bill Fraser in that. Yeah, as much as I enjoy Bill Fraser as a curmudgeonly git All right. in everything okay. he plays. All right, next one. I, I, I might have to do this quite a bit because yeah. <laughs> a lot of these, I don't know these people. Uh, full Circle, who would he have been in Full Circle? Oh, Full Circle, I reckon he would have been dis- the decider, number one, the guy that knew the secret. Again, this is going to be thrilling, uh, thrilling podcast that that my memory is shockingly bad at names and you don't know who they are. Uh, um, yeah, well, I'm yeah. typing it in again. Hang on a second. I might uh, have to edit some of these yeah. bits out. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Oh, come on. Uh, full circle. It's give, it's giving me a Julia Roberts thing. Um, oh. No, he didn't. He wouldn't play Julia Roberts. I think. He would have been good in Pretty Woman, though. As what? In the Richard Gere role? Julia, no, in, as Julia as Roberts. Julia Roberts. Yeah. Can you imagine Richard Gere phones up for a prostitute? Send me your best look. <laughs> Hello! Cool, you nearly blew my headphones <laughs> that time. Um, oh, I can't find it. Hang on. What did you say? Who did uh, you say? Decider, uh, someone or other, and he was played by... Yeah, if you can actor. give me an actor's name. Um, famous actor. He was in, He was in uh, like... Softly, softly, or something like that. Well, he's he's third in the cast list. George right. Baker. That's him, George Baker. Login. Oh, I, I wouldn't have known the name. All right. Well, you, this, you got that right. one this, right. This period of Doctor Who is so forgettable. Hmm. The stories, well, the characters. Me, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No one's um, going to forget Davros, are they? But login. <laughs> All right. Next one. Uh, the visitation. Who uh, no, I have... think he would have been Richard Mace. Well done. He would have been. Yeah. Although saying that. Um, the guy that plays Richard Mace, who was uh, uh, Arthur in On the Buses, is superb in it. <laughs> Even if he, he detested the role. But yeah. yeah, Brian Blessed would have been great as a, a, a cavalier highwayman. Mm. Oh. Yeah. yeah. All right, next one. Uh, time Flight. Who, who could he have been in Time Flight? Um, there's no really memorable characters other than um, the master pretends to be an Oriental villain. No, he's not but an Oriental villain. villain. 
Uh, I don't know in that one. Um, somebody called Captain Stanley. Is oh, he the, the, the pilot of, of the, yeah, the he's Concord. a pilot of the Concorde. I think that would have been miscasting. All right. I I wouldn't get on the plane that Brian Blessed's the pilot of. All right. Um, <laughs> these th- these are all like late Tom Baker, yeah. um, Peter Davison's because next we've got the King's Demons. Do you know what? Do you know what's interesting about this? Is that this is all J- this is since JNT took over and JNT's mm. casting policy was who will get me the front page? Yeah, Brian Blessed would. So you can see why they're constantly yeah. thinking yeah. let's stuff Brian in there. Um, I think he would have uh, King's Demons. He would have played the King. He would have been. He would have played Prince John or King John. Or no, was it? no, no. Some, somebody called Ranulf. Oh right. Oh yeah, that'd be the waste. Yeah, mm. bit part that would have been. Mm. Uh, Warriors of the Deep. Um. So, I I would see him as uh, the part that was played by Ian McCulloch from Survivors, who, I don't know his name, he had oh. eyeshadow on, he was a villain, he was a, a Russian spy. Hang on, oh, Warriors of the Deep, here we go, part one, click on that, I know the name, but I don't know, I, Warriors of the Deep, I had the problem with the Silurians in that. Yeah, they were oh, terrible. Oh, oh. I can understand Cybermen redesigning, but redesigning a creature that's meant to be the same person that we've met before. Yeah. Man, well, apparently he was up for the role of Commander Vorshak, yes, played by I... Tom Adams. Oh, so no, is that him? No, no, no. no. He, yeah, I was thinking of um, the Ian McCulloch villainous part. In it. All right. Okay. He's a good actor, Ian McCulloch, I'm sure you're going to get this one. Yep. Uh, Resurrection of the Daleks. Uh, that was the Peter Davison one, wasn't it? So, uh, I mean, I know this character. I, I like I like Resurrection. Is it, is it Rodney Bues? No, it's Lytton. Yeah. Lytton. Oh yeah, yeah, he would have been good as Lytton. Yeah. yeah. Um, Attack of the Cybermen. Who would he have been in Attack of the Cybermen? Uh, well, Lytton was in it, so he could have been Lytton and Lytton. Um, was he? Uh, was he going to be the? He'd be good as a cyber leader. Get him in that costume. Would it? Was he going to be the uh, uh, the Tetley T folk guy from Alien Three? You mean Brian Glover? That's him. Yeah. Um, I wonder if it is. Um, the character's called Russell. Oh no, Russell was played by Wasn't he the cop? Terry Molloy. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy that played Davros played it. He was a cop. That's, okay. Again, what a what a bit part throwaway from yeah. Brian Blessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is just trying to get his name in those credits somewhere, isn't it? Mm, mm. This is all this is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you're absolutely right. Um, Vengeance on Varos. Who would he have been in Vengeance on Varos? Uh, I would have loved to have seen him play Sill. That would have been amazing. <laughs> <laughs> or actually, uh, if he would have been the governor, governor, uh, he would have been good with him and Sill in the, the story. Yep, he was indeed uh, going to be the governor. Yeah. Although, is, it, um, is that the Richard uh, Richard Briers? No, no, that's that's Paradise Towers. Oh. This was he was played by um, uh, oh guy does a lot of talking books, rings on their fingers guy. Uh, oh, I can't think of the actor's name, okay. but he's very good in it. He's very um, laid back, blonde guy. Okay, uh, the Trial of a Time Lord, the Mysterious Planet, uh, which again was Sill was in that one. Yeah, um, so. And Thalos Beta. Actually, he was in that, wasn't he? Is he? That was, that was the one he was in. That was when he was uh, uh, Karnos, wasn't it? Oh, right, okay. So oh, no, no, that was... Um, no, Mysterious Planet was the first one, so that was the one with um, Joan Sims in. Oh, yes. Um, oh, I don't know who you would have played in that. Somebody called Murdeen. 
Oh, okay, so one of the tube guards. Uh, again, miscast, I reckon. Yeah. And the last one, I, I can definitely see him in it, and I would have preferred him to the actor who is in it. Um, um, the two doctors. Uh, would he have been uh, Shockai? Yep. Shockai of the Quonsing Grig. He would have been brilliant. Yeah, he would have been. Although um, John Stratton is really good. No, I would have preferred Brian Blessed. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, so you, it always shocked me to realise that John Stratton was in Quatermass as the uh, captain. Mm, yeah, yeah. So talk about different roles. Um, yeah, he would have been good in that, actually. Because then uh, you, you would have had Vargas it? and yeah. Servalane yeah. together, wouldn't you? Oh, that would have been good. Can you imagine a, uh, uh, a cannibalistic Brian Blessed day? That's a terrifying thought. Oh, I've, I've, I've missed one, sorry. Oh. Yeah, no, um, in Trial of a Time Lord, he was also down for Sablom Glitz. You know, the guy that used yeah. to be in Crossroads. Tony Selby played it. Yeah. That's him. He would, yeah. he would have been brilliant as that, an mm. ongoing character. Of course, the most famous part that he almost got was being a doctor himself, wasn't he? He was. He yeah, was. He, he would have been uh, pretty good. There's something else, though. Um, back in 1965, okay, he was going to make a cameo as PC Fancy Smith in The Feast of Stephen. Yes, that's right. They wanted to do a little uh, crossover, and Zedcast thought it would demean their programme. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, right. wow. Yeah, and he originally was cast as Odin in The Girl Who Died, Doctor Who's uh, really? Girl Who Died, but he had to drop out because he yeah. was ill. That's a shame. He's, he's got, I mean, he would have been brilliant. He would have mm. been really good mm. in that. Mm. All right, well, that's his. Uh, that, 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 that's that little game show over. Um, I don't think it'll make it to BBC World. No, no, no. That, that, that was a, a, a pilot. You could, although you could, have it host, you could have it hosted by Brian Blessed. Hosted by Just Brian Blessed <laughs> shouting at you about the parts he could have played. Yes, yes. Who could I have been yeah. in this? Yes. I um, could have been Bond, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, was it worth it? What, that little quiz? Probably not. No. <laughs> <laughs> um... We can yes. talk about this yeah. now because we, we we hadn't invented yeah, was it worth it, it when we did Cara. Now, now was it worth it? Um, I you think know, it was following because at this at this point it's only Blake Avon and and uh, Jenna that we can say was it worth them doing anything because the others didn't really have any control over their own no. destiny there. But yeah, I think it was because otherwise we wouldn't have had a, a, a show. Blake wouldn't have had a crew. Um, but that was my question. Would he need a, 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 a crew? Because he's got a pilot, he's got a, a technical guy, right? Um, it could have been Blake's three. They could have That's gone true. off ignored. He could have saved London. a bit of budget. Because, um, because well, you if, could fly the ship, yeah. But, but I think he, I, when he says crew, I think he's really thinking an army, isn't he? He wants. Yeah, but it's an army of prisoners and yeah. convicts, isn't it? You know, go. Yeah. What if he went? No, I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm not having that lot. I've seen what they're like. Yeah, let's want, go to another I want, planet. I, I, and I want people that are a bit less rapey. Yeah, that's yeah. what he should have. I know of this person called Avalon. You know, yeah. I know of this person called Kasabi. Yeah, it, let's go and it find turns them. Out, you're right. It turns out that he knew. He knows all about and knew all of these resistant leaders. Yes. Why didn't he? Yeah. Why didn't he just troll up to Avalon and say, "Look at this ship I've got." Yeah. Let's with, join forces with just Jenna and yeah. Avon. So is that a no then? Yeah, you're, you're probably right. Yeah, I might have to change my mind. Yeah, and no, it it would have been, it would have been more successful to leave the idiots on the planet. Yeah, but yeah, we but then we would have been denied we all those lovely villa moments. Yeah, I mean, there there you go. Yeah, and all those Gan moments. Um, mm. Yeah. Mm. All right. Okay. Well, let's say it's a maybe then. A maybe. Yeah. All right. It's a maybe. All right. Okay. Well, that's it. That's us done. That's right, today I over. That. I like like a bit of Brian. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
Um, and you're going to like the next one as well, I think, because uh, next time uh, we, we zip along to season two and we're going to be taking a look at the loveliest eyelashes in Blake 7 as, as we look Terrence. at Khan now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. no, he has, he has got a, f- a fabulous set of eyelashes. You're right. Oh, he's a beauty, yeah. isn't he? I, I, I feel very uh, what, a, what a waste of a character. Intimidated. Why they bring him back. They should have brought him back. Yeah. They, 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 they should have. Yeah. So yeah, that's that, that's who we're going to be talking to. Uh, talking to. Talking about. I mean, it's quite good. This week we've gone back to one of our early episodes uh, because we've already yeah. featured Kara. Next week we're going to talk, talk about Carnell, but of course that's Weapon, isn't it? That's the Koza yeah, episode, so long ago which is even that. earlier than Kara. Yeah. You know, so it, what, I'm what looking forward to returning. Weapon? weapon was uh, season. It, it was season two, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but it was early in season two, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. So it could, it, it, I don't think it was our second episode. So it must have been. It might have been our seven, second ever look seven, at season yeah. two. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So long ago. Yeah. All right. So yeah, looking forward to this. Uh, yeah, I thought it'd be a good. One. We haven't d- discussed uh, weapon for a very long time. It's like we're revisiting our past as, as yeah, well as yeah. Blake Seven's past. Yeah. All right. Okay, folks. Uh, come back in a week, and uh, that's what we'll be doing. All right. Yes, so you thank can you, everybody. See our weapons. Yes. yes, we'll uh-huh. get our weapons out. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks, Ian. Thanks no you, everybody. Problem. See you next time. Thanks, Ian. Bye. Bye. <laughs>